Good morning, One Hope. It's February 27, 2024. Our passage for today is Jeremiah chapter 18, verses 1 to 12. In today's passage, we have a story of the potter, which I am sure many of you have heard of before. This passage can be divided into the following four sections. Number one, description. Number two, explanation. Number three, exhortation. And number four, application. So first, in verses 1 to 4, we have the description of a potter. God tells Jeremiah to go down to the potter's place and see the work of a potter. Look at verse 3. So I went down to the potter's house, and I saw him working at the wheel. What did Jeremiah see? But the pot he was shaping from the clay was marred in his hand. It got ruined. So the potter formed it into another pot, shaping it as it seemed best to him. As the wheel is turning and the clay in the potter's hand got ruined, so what does potter do? He starts reshaping again into something different than he had thought in the beginning. And what follows is the explanation of what this means. Verse 5 and 6. The word of the Lord came. He said, Can I not do with you, Israel, as this potter does, declares the Lord. Like clay in the hand of the potter, so are you in my hand, Israel. Just like the clay in the potter's hand, so are you, Judah. You are in my hand as well. Now, this may, in other contexts, or without the context of this passage, very comforting word of God. But in this context, this is not so much or as comforting as it might seem. There are other passages like Isaiah chapter 49 where he says, See, I have engraved you on the palms of my hand. Your walls are ever before me. Now, that's similar, right? Talking about the hand of God is similar, but that one is more comforting. But this one, today's passage, while it is a loving passage, is not necessarily a comforting words or passage from God. Now then, what follows, and it's because what follows is an exhortation. Exhortation comes from verse 7 to 11, where God calls them to a response. Verse 7 and 8, he says, If I'm about to punish and judge a nation or people, God says, well, if they respond and repent, I will relent and not inflict on it the disaster I had planned. He says, I am the potter. It's in my own control and desire, and I do what I plan or control, what I, what I desire to do. So if, and even if a nation I had planned on uh, bringing judgment upon it, if they repent, I will relent and not bring that judgment. So while, again, this is not so much words of comfort but an exhortation, it is still a loving passage, passage that talks about and shows God's love. Similarly, verse 9 and 10, he says, Well, I plan on pouring blessing upon a nation or kingdom, 
But if they follow evil and evil ways and do not obey me, I will actually reconsider the good and I will withhold the good that I was going to bestow upon them. I will consider, reconsider the good I had intended to do for it. So verse 11, based on this, he exhorts the people of Judah. So turn from your evil ways, each one of you, and reform your ways and your actions. But how do the people of Judah respond? Well, here I draw out the application for us. Verse 12, but they will reply, it's no use. We will continue with our own plans. We will all follow the stubbornness of our evil hearts. And the people of Judah refuse to return and repent. So God will and does do what the potter does. He reshapes and remolds it and brings the judgment upon the kingdom of Judah. God goes this far in giving them the opportunity to return, but the people of Judah refuse. Their own thoughts, their own will are too strong and firm to respond God's loving exhortation. This same Judah is also in us as well. We can be and we are the most difficult enemy that we fight and will fight throughout the rest of our lives. Just like the people of Judah, the self that is in us is so stubborn. And we do not want to give into the word of God and follow what he wants us to do. There's so much resistance in us. We want to follow our own will and desire and plans. So based on the response of the people of Judah, the application that I want to draw out for us through our takeaway is this. Keep fighting the battle against yourself. Not anyone else, not the world, not even the dark forces of, the, of evil in the spiritual realm. These are all enemies we do fight. But what I find is that ultimately, as my Christian journey continues, I keep coming back to this one battle, and it's the battle against myself. If we win that battle, success comes spiritually. And it's that one battle we must continue to fight because the self that is in us is so stubborn, so unwilling, and so unyielding to God's word and his desires and his plans for our lives. We want to continue to follow what we want to do, what's in our hearts, what we desire. There's a song based on the imagery of a potter that we used to sing. Change my heart, O oh God, make it ever true. Change my heart, O oh God, may I be like you. And the chorus goes something like this. You are the potter, I am the clay. Mold me and make me 
This is what I pray. Wrestle with God and allow God to wrestle with us, the self in us. The principle of the gospel of Jesus Christ hasn't changed. To live in Christ, we must first die to ourselves. There's no other way to experience this life, abundant life that comes in and through Jesus Christ. It'll only come and we will experience it only if we die to ourselves first. So on this day, I encourage all of us to keep fighting the good fight of faith and that battle that will continue throughout our lives till the day we see our Lord Jesus Christ face to face, that battle against the self. Keep fighting. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm -hmm.